Hi, I'm Lydia. And I'm Sonika. And welcome to Pop Rocks and Tea, a podcast about all things pop culture. And all the tea that comes with it. This episode is going to be about the Grammys, the awards, the performances, the snubs, and much, much more. But before we get into all of that, we're going to do our usual roundup of pop culture news from the past two weeks. Starting off, I know you guys might be sick and tired of this, but bear with us. We're going to start off with the slap that was heard across the world. Lydia, do you want to do you want to kick things off? Yes. So again, we'll be really brief about this because I feel like a lot has already been said about the situation, but just in case that you missed it, Will Smith resigned from the Academy after he slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars for telling a joke about his wife's hair loss due to alopecia. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Only for him to later get on stage and accept an award for his role in King Richard. In a statement to The Hollywood Reporter, Smith said that he was heartbroken and would accept all consequences for his conduct at the ceremony. Lydia, let's get your thoughts on this situation. Okay, so I personally think that this was a situation of a man defending his wife that definitely went a little bit too far. But I don't think he needed to resign completely from the Academy for his actions, considering that there have been other members of the Academy, cough, cough, Harvey Weinstein, Mm -hmm. that have done a lot worse and were still a part of the Academy and still have Academy Awards. I don't know if that was the solution to the problem, but I don't think that Will should have reacted that way. And I also think that maybe Chris Rock should have held back from his joke as well. Right. So not only has he resigned, but the Academy's president, David Rubin, said that the group will still go ahead with their disciplinary proceedings against Smith at their next scheduled board meeting later this month. And my thoughts, I mean, okay, yes, I agree that jokes about someone's health, especially when they've been vocal about it, is not acceptable unless it's like previously discussed, which is I think is why some people thought that this was maybe staged. But um, I was actually talking about this with one of my friends who was dreading all the incoming think pieces about the situation. And I just want to read out what she texted me because I think it sums up the issue pretty well. So this is what she said. I'm like shocked and embarrassed as a public figure on a public platform. You cannot, you can't. As a black figure, you cannot lose your cool because it'll be seen as a reflection of all of us for we have to be 200% on our game and represent our entire community. Mm-hmm. But sigh, this is whack because in my opinion, violence is never okay. Like this is not protecting black women. This is never ever what has been asked for, parentheses, more violence. I think that sums it up quite nicely. But yeah, in... Other acting news, while Bruce Willis announced last week that he was quitting acting completely, Bella Hadid is taking on a role in the new season of the Hulu show Rami, which, if you haven't seen it, is about the son of Egyptian immigrants living in New Jersey that's balancing everything that comes with being Egyptian and Muslim in America. But my question is, out of all the actresses they could have picked, Bella Hadid? I'm like not sure if this is like a cameo that she's doing for the show because former adult film star Mia Khalifa, she was in the first season, if I remember correctly, but that was just like a second. But the way that this is being framed is like Bella Hadid is going to have a proper role. 
And this is her first legit acting credit, and apparently she's been trying to break into acting since 2017. So Bella Hadid is Muslim and has Palestinian roots, so this casting isn't as random as some people may think, but it kind of throws me off because I feel like, you know, she we know her as being this supermodel and this, like, horse girl or whatever, but the show is just so much more grounded and, like, it gets kind of like dark at some points. And so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how she transitions into the tone of the show. I think the one thing with the show is that there's such a diverse set of characters and I'm talking like the actual characters, personalities and mm-hmm. the roles that they yeah. play. Like, so I think that they could totally write in a character who's like a model slash activist or something like that. True. True. I guess we'll have to see. She, I feel like she could either blow us away in this role mm-hmm. or it could end up being really bad but i guess we'll have to wait until season three drops which has yet to be announced i know they're really dropping bella hadid and like no release date Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in other announcements from last week lizzo revealed her new body inclusive shapewear line yiddy and the stars of the k-drama and probably my favorite show crash landing on you Hyun Bin and Son Ye Jin got married in real life. And Lydia, I'm not going to lie. I teared up a little looking at the pictures. Spectacular. <sighs> Absolutely spectacular wedding. Oh my gosh. They're so stunning. They're so in love. It literally looks like I'm looking at like a real life prince and princess. Mm-hmm. I wish them all the love and happiness in the world. And they looked so good. So good. There were like multiple wedding looks. Oh yeah. So Son Ye Jin had three different dresses so far um, from the pictures that we've seen so far. And that included a Valentino dress because she is a global ambassador for the brand. And Hyun Bin, Mm. I mean, like they're both stunning (laughs) individuals. I'm trying very hard to not look disrespectfully. He looked good. Mm -hmm. mm, Yes. (laughs) Going into music news, on March 31st, Doja Cat announced on Twitter that she's completely quitting music. She said she'd still be performing on the weekend's After Hours tour and that she has a few more music videos to shoot, but after that, she plans to disappear. But the real question is, is she actually serious about this? What do you think, Sonica? I don't think so. I mean, people, including her, were riled up because the South American festival that they were set to perform at was canceled. And Doja, in true Doja fashion, took to Twitter and she was saying that she doesn't give a fuck anymore and that she's done. That being said, Doja won her first Grammy on Sunday, so I really don't think she's going to retire now. She's not a one-and-done star. Right, right. I I definitely think that also a part of it is the fact that she was doing like two album cycles back to back. Mm -hmm. And she's been vocal on Twitter before about how much pressure was put on her and how ta- I can't imagine how taxing that must be. So if she needs to take a little break, I'm here for it. Yeah. We're also getting new albums from Kehlani on April 29th, Maggie Rogers on July 29th, and Harry Styles on May 20th. He also dropped a single and a music video from the album called Harry's Home, and the single is called As It Was. Sonica, what did you think of the song and the music video? After giving it a listen and a watch, I thought, 
okay, first I thought the video was a little dizzying. Like there was a little too much spinning. And I was like, am I like getting sick or am I just like dizzy watching this? Am I in like a fun house? Like what's... Right, 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 right. And I was like, I, I understand like the significance or whatever of them like running on the spinning thing. But I was like, I can't look, I can't look at this. Um, so... Putting that aside, I did like the song. Um, I didn't think I would at first. I'm glad that Harry's carrying on this sort of like calm but fresh genre. Like, I don't know, like background music for like the summertime yeah. kind of genre. But I also think that there could be an argument that the sound is a little too similar and people might want to see something a little different from him. Yeah, I feel like the song could have gone on fine line if it was made for fine line yeah yeah but I agree with you that I think the song and the video go really well together with the whole colorful dizzying energy and I've also seen a lot of Harry Styles fans freaking out over the red jumpsuit that he wears in the video which is a custom look by designer Arturo Obaguero he's an upcoming Spanish designer And I like a lot of Harry's fashion. I think he's very bold and very fun and playful, but I didn't think this look was anything groundbreaking. And there are also a lot of rumors that the song is about Olivia Wilde, which is interesting. Oh. There's a lyric that goes, uh, leaving America, two kids follow her. And guess who happens to have two kids? Hmm. Miss Olivia Wilde. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time Harry Styles has used his girlfriends as a muse did he do that with Kendall Jenner Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I was also in in researching for this episode I was like trying to figure out if he was still with Olivia Uh and I think it's inconclusive like I don't think anybody knows we haven't heard any noise about it in a long time right so I'm like come on what's TMZ doing come on (laughs) get on it get on it TMZ So now it is time to talk about music's biggest night, the Grammys. Um, So the Grammys took place on April 3rd, which was this past Sunday in Las Vegas. And it brought in a lot of surprises, a lot of performances, and of course, fashion. So we thought we'd break down the award show's major highlights, starting, of course, with the awards themselves. And we're going to start by talking about the ones that we feel were rightfully deserved. So, Sonica, would you like to start? So to start off, Leave the Door Open was Song of the Year. And I was okay with that. You're okay with that? Okay. You don't look like you're okay with that. So for those of you who don't know, Song of the Year is focused more on songwriting, while Record of the Year is focused more on production. So... I was thinking in terms of songwriting that it would be driver's license because I think the lyrics of the song and the story behind it are what propelled it to the level that it is today. So that's why I was really surprised that Silk Sonic took the award home. I see your point, but this is definitely like not the way the Grammys works because like in the past they've had no issue giving a bunch of awards to the same person, but I almost feel like they had to like switch it up a little bit because driver's license and like sour took home other awards. True. They also really like Bruno Mars. They do. They do. Bruno Mars took home album of the year in 2018 for 24 karat magic. 
yeah, they could be playing into their favorites or they could have wanted to switch it up. That's true. I believe Leave the Door Open also won Record of the Year. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Which I felt okay. was a snub from Billie Eilish. Agreed. Yeah. She was the other one where I was like, nothing for her? Really? <laughs> I mean, she's been winning a lot. She just won an Oscar. But I think with Happier Than Ever, if we're focusing on production, which is what Record of the Year focuses on, that song mm-hmm. had it. I agree. But the Silk Sonic duo were funny. I gotta give They them were that. hilarious. Like when they were like coming up to the stage all slow motion like. <laughs> we are really trying our hardest to remain humble at this point. Okay? But in the industry, we call that a clean sweep. That's well, like, how are they like coordinating these dance moves? Like they're so in sync with the pauses and like the grooviness. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think in terms of other awards, there are two that I really was so happy that they won. First mm-hmm. was Jasmine Sullivan for Hotels. Yes. I was about to say, yes. I was so, so, so happy for her. Jasmine Sullivan, I felt like was being slept on for so long. Mm-hmm. She's so talented. She has one of the most like incredible voices. Yeah. And then of course, when Kiss Me More won for Best Pop Duo, I was more, so dude. ecstatic. And Doja almost didn't accept her award because she like was going to the bathroom. <laughs> I have never taken such a fast piss in my whole life. I died when Trevor Noah, after um, they got off the stage, he was like, I just saw Doja going. And I was like, your award's coming up. And she's like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. She's just an icon. I honestly, I like teared mm-hmm. up watching mm-hmm. her tear up. So, okay. I think that like, you know, since I really got into K-pop, I've been like, you know, it's time for BTS to get an award. Right? And <sighs> BTS, I don't know. They've really been trying to get a Grammy too. Like their English songs, like Permission to Dance, like really catering to a Western audience as much as they can, which I kind of wish they wouldn't. Like, I don't think you need to change what you are doing just to try to win an award or whatever. But I think this was like the one instance where I wasn't mad that they lost. I think with BTS... They're obviously very talented and great performers. I think if they won for Butter, that that song in particular, I probably would have yeah. been a little upset because I don't think it's yeah. their strongest song. And I think a lot of BTS fans would agree with that. So I think it's okay that they were snubbed this year. But going into the awards that maybe made us a little bit confused, mm-hmm. John Batiste winning Album of the Year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we all let out a collective, like, what? Like, I was so lost. I was just like, I guess I'm not plugged into the music because I don't listen to him like that. Like, I'm familiar with John Batiste only because he is the leader of uh, Steve Colbert's, like, late night show band. And I was so surprised to see him nominated for so much yeah. in the major categories because it... I don't think it was very mainstream, which we shouldn't give all the awards to the mainstream stuff. I definitely like 
I'm glad that he got some recognition for his work because it is good. Mm-hmm. But like album of the year? That's a big one. Who's listening to this? Who listened to the whole album? I didn't. Did you? What? <laughs> no, I didn't. And that's why I was so confused. I was like, I guess I'm missing something. But um, no, hearing that you were also confused helps me out a lot. I just think that there were so many better, not even better, just like more impactful albums. I was really hoping for Lil Nas. I was was really, really hoping for Lil Nas. I loved that album. After everything that like he went through, after all the backlash that album caused, like that is like a cultural moment. And I was really surprised by that. Yeah, I would have even been happy with Sour winning, even yeah. though Olivia had already won Best New Artist. I think that was definitely well-deserved, but that really lost me. <laughs> yeah. I also, um, under Best New Artists nominations, were <laughs> Sweetie and Glass Animals. Yeah. I was like, Best New And Phineas. Artists? And Phineas, too. And Phineas. I was like, Hello? Like, what's our criteria for new? Because in this case, new means, like, they came out two or three years ago and they just got popular. But, like, not, I mean, like, Glass Animals and Sweetie and Phineas have all been popular for, like, like a hot minute. Like, they've been popular for a while. So, Mm I was just like, the Recording Academy is asleep. Yeah. And... I mean, I guess we could go into the whole rabbit hole about like award shows and and how they might not represent right. what people actually right. want, but that's a whole other can of worms. Yeah. <laughs> We're just here to talk about our opinions. So moving on to performances, Sonica, who do you think had some of the best performances of the night? So I was taking notes, as were you. <laughs> My top performances in the order in which they appeared were probably BTS, Billie Eilish, Lady Gaga, John Batiste, and her. Okay. 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 I had a lot of those on my list okay. as well. Okay. I don't think I have a ranking. This, but... this is just as they were appearing on the screen. Who do we want to talk about first? We, we can start with BTS. I, I thought they were good. They were BTS. They were BTS. I like <laughs> the clip of V like whispering to Olivia Rodrigo. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> So V and J-Hope are my biases. I can't decide between the two of them. I don't know if that's allowed or not. Whatever. Sue me. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, oh my God, what I would give to be Olivia right now. Literally everything. Oh my God. I liked their performance. I liked their little like dance interlude with their blazers. And it was like a James Bond type of theme. It was was good. Mm -hmm. They're fun. I think that like, because of how long this ceremony went, it felt like I was watching Spotify, but like the free version, like listening and like watching songs. But like <laughs> I had to like listen to like an ad after every song. And I was like, this is not, come on. No, yeah, it was, it was definitely a longer ceremony than I thought it was going to yeah. be. Uh, back to performances. Lady Gaga's was very interesting to me for two reasons. Mm. First, because the first half of it, I could not understand what she was saying. (laughs) I don't know if that was also your experience. I was more focused on like looking at her like dance moves. Yeah. (laughs) 
I think she was trying to emulate a more like jazzy voice, a jazzy mm. sound, if you will. And in doing so, her pronunciation went out the window. So I was like, what is she saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she turned it around. She turned it all around and she did that lovely tribute to Tony Bennett, who has now retired from music. Mm-hmm. So this was like her tribute to him. And it was so moving. I had shed tears. I was crying. It was like, I don't, I don't cry during things, yes. but like that got me. That was really, really powerful. It was, yeah, she, I mean, she's Lady Gaga and I, I wasn't moved to tears, but it was like beautiful, like even like honestly, even the first half, I don't know what she was saying, but I was like, I'm okay with this. Also, yes, her and Letty Kravitz killed it. Oh my gosh, so good. When they were both playing the guitar and just like riffing on the guitar together, I was like, this is something that I didn't know that I needed to see, oh, but yeah. now I'm seeing it and I'm so glad that I get to see this. It was so like harmonious and like in sync. And I, oh, it was like beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful and it was fun. Like you could tell they were having the time of their life. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think that's what a lot of other performances were lacking. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought Billy was fine. I thought Olivia was fine. She did driver's license. Yeah. That was fine. The performances that I didn't think were going to stand out to me, I was I tuned in to Chris Stapleton at one point and I was like, "Damn, yeah. Chris Stapleton can sing." Yes. I was like, "What?" Okay, this is like ignorant of me. Um, but I'm like not, you know, I don't like particularly listen to like deeply country music, but I saw Chris Stapleton when I went to the rodeo in Houston a couple of years ago. And I was like vibing at that time. And now after watching this performance, I was like, oh my God, this guy is like a legend. Like I did not Mm -hmm. appreciate him (laughs) enough when I saw him, but this is really good. Yeah. John Batiste also, I I thought his performance is very good. It was fun. It was fun. It was high energy. The other performance that like I personally also enjoyed was the uh, Stephen Sondheim tribute. Yeah. That... Rachel Zegler, Cynthia Erivo, Ben Platt, and Leslie yeah. Odom Jr. did. The vocals were oh, yeah. immaculate, absolutely immaculate. And it was beautifully done, and I loved it. As a theater nerd, I had to geek out on that. So <laughs> that made me really happy. It was it was a really beautiful, just like tribute as well. And like, it, it didn't seem like draggy, mm-hmm. you know, which I think that a lot of these tributes can sometimes feel like. But the one thing that people on my side of the planet are upset about is the tribute, you know, mentioned a lot of people, a lot of global artists as well, but they didn't mention Lata Mangeshkar, who Yeah, they didn't. Is like Oh my god. Yeah, she's a icon. Like she's produced like the best songs, like the best Hindi songs, the best Bollywood songs that We've, like, seen in the past, like, century, she's been around for, like, 70 years or something, like, insane like that. And it was a big deal when she died. She died a couple of months ago. And, yeah, us Indian people felt like that was that was a snub in the tribute section. I'll agree with that. That was a snub. She did a lot for Bollywood music. She did a lot. She's produced, you know, all of the top Bollywood songs that you're thinking of, she probably sang them. So... <laughs> to be there yeah. yeah so we mentioned in our oscars episode that amy schumer wanted to bring in 
President Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine to do a speech or something. And we were laughing about like, well, Zelensky has more important things to do than to be at the Oscars. But he made an appearance at the Grammys, which was really interesting. What's more opposite to music? The silence of ruined cities and killed people. Our children draw swooping rockets, not shooting stars. Amy Schumer manifested, but just like a little too late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the universe is like, got it? I'll get to it. Like, I really thought it was just going to be like John Legend and maybe some Ukrainian performers, which they did get some Ukrainian performers and they were really lovely wow. and the tribute was very nice. But I was just like, Zelensky? Is that I you? I wasn't prepared for it. <laughs> I was like, really? I-, I was just like, what's the goal? Right? And it wasn't until like after the song that they like put up like, go to this website and like donate or whatever. Mm -hmm. I wish that was like stated at the beginning because I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, where's this going? You know, it's just like, if you're going to like bring in a social Mm -hmm. cause and like try to raise awareness for it, you should also immediately tie in how to help. Right. Right. I completely agree. I feel like that should have been squeezed somewhere in his little introduction. And I also think that the the musical part should have started with someone Ukrainian yeah but no it was john legend (laughs) (laughs) which again i was like huh what is going on i think overall i mean it wasn't messy i think it was like you know a good little tribute but maybe i'm just here for chaos and drama today i think it's time to talk about fashion fashion oh boy i have opinions (laughs) on what people wore. Mm-hmm. Start us off, Sonica. Start us off. So I was really noticing like the outfits that people were performing in. Like I watched the show. I didn't really like see as many of the red carpet looks until later. So, okay. I want to like start off with the outfit Olivia Rodrigo performed driver's license in. I thought it was cute. This is going to sound weird, but it like really made me like notice how young she is because that is, like, an outfit I would have 100% worn, like, when I was 15. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It just, like, really, like, transported me, I have to say. No, this looks like something I would have worn to, like, a middle school or high school dance. It's this white right? little high-low dress with ruffles in the front. And it, like, yeah, it's high-low, so it goes down in the back. Very simple, but she's also wearing the chokers and the boats. So, like, yeah, like very yeah <laughs> y2k i did not like her red carpet dress at all i didn't either so it is a vivian westwood dress it is this black kind of bodycon full-length gown with these mm-hmm. pink little crystal detailings on just basically outlining like her boobs and like her <laughs> torso going all the way down mm-hmm. and i'm like girl this is the dress you picked to like accept your grammys in what it was it was a little boring. Doja wore Versace on the red carpet, and I really liked that look, the blue. I liked it, but I was like, more. She said that she wanted to go a little crazy with her hair, but I was like, more. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. It's like this beautiful aqua blue bodice, and then it has this sheer layer of crystals that goes all the way down and she has a little matching bag and the shoes. I think it's, I think it's a cute look. I think we got to talk about Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. <laughs> I know you love Versace, 
But this is not it. This is not it for me. Really? I'm not a huge fan of this dress. I liked it. You liked it? (laughs) I liked it. I thought it was different. It was inspired by their fall 1992 collection, which is titled Miss S&M, which is like about like BDSM Mm -hmm. and like kink and like exploring that. But I don't know. I think it was like bold. There was a lot going on, but I think because it was a black dress, the like leather straps that Mm -hmm. like sort of showed that like bondage style of clothing wasn't, it wasn't too much. It somehow worked together for me. I think with her like platinum blonde hair, it was giving, it was giving. Lydia, come on. (laughs) I just, I don't know. I think I've just seen better looks on Dua. That's true. It's not her best look, but I do think it was one of the better looks at the Grammys. I feel like Dua Lipa's look for you was what Lil Nas X's look was for me. This oh, yeah. beautiful custom Bauman suit. Actually, I don't know if I would call it a suit, but it's like a top and a pair of pants that is just embroidered with all these pearls and crystals mm-hmm. and... It's so intricately made. It's so beautiful. This is art. It's high art. Yeah. I honestly think that like the men bought it more than the women did, which, you know, doesn't usually happen. But <laughs> low key. <laughs> Lil Nas Eggs, stunning. Even John Baptiste. He looks good. I was here for it. I was here for his fits. I was here for his like performance outfit as well. I think the the look that I really want to close out on is mm-hmm. this one from Taylor Parks. Oh, wow. How would you describe this? How would you describe this? I don't know how I would describe this look. Like, what is it? I would describe this as it, it's got like Mario Kart, Bowser, Nintendo DS nostalgia. It's giving, yeah, it's giving like Yoshi meets Bowser. Yeah. It's this like green bodysuit like two-tone green with these spikes coming out of the arms and the pants and the shoes are yellow with spikes coming out of them. And her hair has like the... Oh my God, her hair has spikes in it too. You're right. ball with spikes. <laughs> I honestly get applaud her for taking this type of a risk because, you know, she got people to talk about it. Exactly. It's a look. And, you know, when everyone else is being boring, why not? show up in this I, that's that's a thing i think i wish people really showed out for this and i feel like yeah. we kind of just got like meh <laughs> yeah so that's all for this week's episode we really hope you enjoyed this grammys episode and if you like our award show content let us know on instagram at pop rocks and tea pod follow us Check out our posts. Let us know if there's any kind of content that you guys like, anything you want to see, you know, whatever you guys want. We can we can make it happen. Um, and until next time, get some Pop Rocks, drink some tea, and I guess go listen to John Batista's album. That's what we all have to do, I guess. I guess I guess we have to do that now because it's so good, apparently. That's, that's a requirement. Bye. Bye.